Due to the graphic nature of this podcast, listener discretion is advised because this podcast is anything but Midwest nice. Welcome to More Than Dahmer, a podcast about little-known serial killers of the Great Lakes region. Is that our five seconds? Five I'll, seconds. Just cut, I'll just cut that one out. <laughs> Because we'll we'll I touched the to paper. Do. That's right. Um, hi guys. Hey. Um, welcome to More Than Dahmer. Um, as you maybe know, this is a podcast about the murders and heinous crimes that happen in the Great Lakes area. So that's Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and good old Ontario, Canada. I'm Caitlin. I'm Della. Welcome. Hello. Pull up a chair. Hi, friends. <laughs> so, last week we talked about how we were going to talk about Keepers this week. The Keepers. The Keepers on Netflix. <clears throat> I keep calling it Keepers. I like it better. The Google. They should have <laughs> changed it. Just Keepers. Okay, first thing I want to point out. It is so beautifully done. It is. Like It's a really well-made. It's so cinematic. And I just, like, appreciate... Well, and all the interviews with everybody um, seem really professional. Yes. Even though they're, like, not... No. They're not professional. But they're well done. And they're I appreciate well. that yeah. immensely. I think my favorite part about it is when they interview the guy who they think has information. He just has, like, no concept anymore. Like, he's just so the far cop. gone. Yeah, the and cop. he's just, like, sitting in the car, like... And I'm like, so, what do you think you're going to get from him? I remember that I had a bad feeling about him. Okay, I watched, yes. I rewatched. I don't remember how many episodes. Because I've watched the whole thing before. Yes. I don't remember how many I rewatched, But I remember watching the first episode and I'm like, this cop, is he just, I literally, I think I wrote down. <laughs> I think I wrote down, I'm like, why is he so weird? He's so weird. He, like, sits there and, like, just stares blankly and acts like he knows nothing, but you feel like he knows everything. And then you get to, like, some episode in, again, I probably should have checked, but I didn't. And he's like, well, um, Maskell used to come on police ride out with, police rides with me, and we used to shoot together, and he was the, whatever, chaplain. And we went fishing a bunch of times, and I was like, like you are one of them. Yeah, like, you also were probably participating in this. You know what's happening more than you're letting on. Yes, exactly. Well, I really thought, this is why I, like, looked it up on on the Google, (laughs) was because I really thought it was the, like, that Billy guy, like, the, what was he, like, a brother or, like, an uncle or something who was, like, related somehow, and it's, like, that scene where there's, like, the nun dress because he started, like, going crazy. And then he ended up killing himself. No. <laughs> I know. There's, like, too – there's too many layers there's to too it. many layers. It's the biggest onion in the world. It really is. Yeah, there's, like – he was – I think he was, like, gay. And so he was, like, the flamboyant – Oh. Whatever, uncle or brother. Yeah. He was somehow related to somebody yes. in some fashion. Yes. And he ended up killing himself when they were trying to, like – because he just went crazy. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, why? He lived in what? the apartment across the way. Was yes. that why well, I think he's like related? I, yeah. Something like that. But yeah, he ended up killing himself and it comes off in like a shady manner. Yes, it's shady because they were like going to question everything. I don't know. Yes, I know what you're talking about now because it's like a random fact like thrown into the end when you think you know the whole story. Yeah, you're like, and then they're like, why are they and also, by the way, you're yeah. like, this guy definitely did it. And you're like, oh, you're right, he did it. Yeah. Um, so. What was I gonna say? I have so many little notes here written down. Do you feel I had a, a question? I guess. Do you believe yeah. in repressed memories? Like, do you think that's a valid thing that people can bring to trials? And I think yes. And in psychology, it's pretty like widely accepted now. Okay. Okay. So, like, when I was in school for my really expensive piece of paper in psychology. Um, that I don't use. Um, um, you're using it right now. I use it all the time. Um, I, so we learned about this. And so the biggest thing about repressed memories is that you have to go into it super carefully. 
like as a therapist or a psychologist or someone even listening to the story, you have to go in and like completely monitor everything you say, kind of like a police officer Mm -hmm. should act in an interrogation. Absolutely. Um, Where you have to be really careful that you don't feed information. Oh, okay. So if they're like, but I just have this memory of a man in the hallway. You can't be like, you can't oh, be like, have black hair? Yeah. Or you can't be like, what color was his t-shirt? Well, you don't know he was wearing a t-shirt, but that's like a slip-up that you would be like, well, t-shirt I meant in a general fashion. Yeah, like I meant it in a shirt fashion. Right. But, so it's super, super, or like just being like, like, there was a figure in the hallway. Well, lots of times if we're talking about something big, we use like, uh, male pronouns. We do, yeah. So... It's very archaic. Yes. So things like that, where it's like, I believe in it, but it's something that you can really fuck up really fast. That's that's what it seems like. It seems like, I don't know, I don't want to say I don't buy it. This is just like so many layers of things that happen in this. Mm -hmm. And it does seem almost like they're feeding off each other. Like all those women like get together and they're like, well, I remember this. And I'm like... I only say it because I feel like there's sometimes too, even, like, as a normal human being where, like, that hasn't had anything traumatic happen to me, like, I'll have, like, repressed memories almost where it's, like, I will think I remember something, but the only reason I remember it is because somebody told me that. Right. And, like, I can, like, I try to acknowledge that, but I'm, like, maybe I do remember it. Or, like, childhood memories. A lot of them aren't actually, like, memories you had, but it's a story you've been told so many times that you think you know it. Yeah, you think you remember being there, but it's not. You weren't there. It's just a story. Exactly. So, I think I can get down to the repressed memories. I feel, um... I mean, there's no doubt that these, like... Things happen. There were shady things happening there. Oh, they, Like, no doubt. Like... Okay, so the other thing I think is really weird. So that cop at, at the beginning who's, like, maybe has dementia or maybe he doesn't work way too much. Maybe he's just playing dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The, he wears me out. Definitely think he was involved in some way. Also, um, uh, Father Coob, the one who had the relationship with Kathy, Yes. Or, like, goes on and on about how they're soulmates and stuff, but she, like, turned him down. Yes, I forgot about this, but I remember that. and the priesthood together, he asked her to, and she was like, no, this is, like, the work that we were made for. Yeah, she's but like, we're too like, good at this to yeah, not do this. But he, like, clearly has, like, obsessed over it for, like... For years? For, like, ever since... and ever in a day. Yes! And, like... And wasn't there something shady with him? There was something shady with him, too, like, where you were like, oh, maybe he is, like... There was something, and now I can't remember what it was. Because at first I was like, oh, this guy is so sad and, like, innocent. and Father McCune had gone to Easy Rider that night. So, like, they... Yeah. Is that what it is? Is that Father McCube is like, no, he didn't. Yeah, is that what it is? it's something. It's something, something where just like, like that. What's happening? So like, yeah, like Father Coob has always said that they went to this movie, and Father McCune, mm-hmm. like in the middle of it, is like, no, I don't, I don't think we went to a movie. Yeah, like, like what? Wait, no. Like, did he murder her? Like, yeah, did he murdered her out of love. Yeah. Also, I think no. So I really think um, Joseph, Father Joseph Maskell, did it. I think he killed Sister Kathy, 100%, because I do think that he showed Jane Doe the body. The body. I was going to say, do you think that she saw I the body I think she did, real? because how would she have, man, I don't think that's something you would manifest. I don't think so, because then she, t- she took them out there. Yes. Yeah, so it's like she knew. I yeah. wish that we, I wish that there was, like, they would have uncovered something when they I got know, out there, like, just something. Yeah, so I think he definitely did it, and then, and, like, people are like, well, why did he, why did the person who killed her bring her car back and park it haphazardly in, like, the middle of the road? Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, they wouldn't know where to park. If they knew maybe where she lived, they might not know where to park it, so they just dumped it. But I do think it's weird. Why would you dump the body and bring the car back? That seems weird. That did like, seem why bother? Weird. I know, just leave the car out there. Right, exactly. Just leave the car out there. What is it? What is it do? And then the other thing they never talked about 
and I don't know about enough about this stuff, but like, uh, it would be interesting to know where Joseph Maskell lived. Oh, yeah, it would be. So, like, if he lived in that neighborhood, fuck yeah, he could just dump the car and walk home. Yeah. No, he had to have lived Because all the teachers kind of lived. They lived, it seemed like they all in lived that like, in area. that same area. And also, though, like, had it been, like, two people, you know, which I think it was, like, a multiple person cover-up, like. Oh, I think There so too. was just, like, so many There's people There's too many people in involved. Yeah, so I think that if he didn't live in the neighborhood, somebody came and picked him. He just, like, ditched the car right there. True. I think, because I think he was trying to make it look, like, Like less suspicious by doing that. Yeah, like a kidnapping, Mm -hmm. or, like, somebody had, like, just torn her out of the car and, like, left the car there. Yeah. Not, like, an organized murder. I think it's also interesting, the other thing that I forgot is how, um, they, how... Father Neil Mag Magnus Magus, mm-hmm. I think it's Magnus. That sounds Magus. right. Um, like pinpointed Jane Doe, which means that like they had been this idea. So I don't know if you remember this part. She went to confessional because she was being abused by her uncle, and she felt bad about it. Yeah, and she confessed to Father Magus Magnus, mm-hmm. and. He was like, well, let me see your face, and let me know your name. Yes. And then he did something nasty in a confessional that we don't have to talk about. Um, but, um, but so he, like, found her and brought her into this, which also makes me think, like, this was a joint effort that was happening before this Jane Doe. Was, yeah, like, other people long before her were involved. This was a set plan. They had a way to find their victims already. Yes. She's just the first one who was, like, came out about it. Yeah. Who and knows how then, many others there are. Yeah, it's been so... Oh my god, this cat is being ridiculous. <laughs> Come here. Cat problems. Cat problems. Cat interruptions. Um. Don't. Yeah. So... Oh, the other thing that I forgot about until I watched it again mm-hmm. is... I feel like I should watch it again. Joyce Malecki, the woman that went missing three days <gasps> after... The sister, the sister or whatever, is that the one? She I was, like, even, young. She was super young. She was young. I don't know if she's that young. But, her, yeah, her family's in it, and they're all, like... Yeah, so she's got, like, a million siblings. Completely just upset. But her car was found with the door open, like Kathy's. Um... Found the day after by hunters in the woods, face down in a stream, hands tied behind her back, and her throat slashed. What was the motive behind that one? Did we? No, they don't talk about it. Yeah, like, and that's what I would like like to know. Like, was she uber religious? They was like flip on it, and then they're, it's like. Yeah, like they do a lot of interviews with the siblings. They like all they're talking about is like we want to know what happened. Yeah, we think they're connected, but they're not going to tell us why. And I know the um, Facebook page is dedicated to both. Yes. So it's solving the um, murder of Sister Kathy and Joyce Malecki. So I don't know if that means that Gemma and um, the other woman think, Gemma and Abby, Mm -hmm. think that they are connected. They never talk about that. They don't really talk about the connection. They just say, like, oh, they was sim- like there's similar circumstances behind it. But I don't know if that other girl had anything to do with anything. No, I don't know like, either. How did... How would she have been connected? How and would Father Maskell have targeted her out? You right. know, that's, like, what I wanted to know and what was not brushed on. Exactly. Like, they don't even say, like, if she had gone to that school or Yeah, that like, church, what was her affiliation or... with that group? So that would have been nice to kind of explore. And I hate that it was just, like, all swept under the rug and, like... It felt very... It felt very, like, newsworthy Catholic church. You know what I mean? Like, And, like, ha- I think I was on the first episode and I'm like, well, I shouldn't Google it because I don't want to know what's happening in the news with it. And then I was like, they didn't do anything. Like, this already happened. Anything. They tried they to fix it. Swept it right under the rug. And they swept it under the rug. So then I got frustrated. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I just want, why is this not solved? I get really yeah. stressed out over it. Especially because things. a lot of this, like, podcasts and things have brought new information to light about things. these 
crimes and yeah. stuff. And so I was like, oh, yeah, this happened. This came out a few years well, ago now. So, yeah. What happened? And then I'm like, oh, no. Oh, wait, there's nothing to happen because they say that the statute of limitations is up because they didn't count repressed memories. And you can't be tried again for a crime that you were tried yes. once for. This sounds like we'll never know. Such a piece of crap, too. Like a filthy, gross, disgusting, literal bastard. Yes. Just disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting human being. human being. Who deserves nothing but the worst. And makes me angry that... Yes. That he just got existed. to hover around for the he rest of the He got to just, like, hang out with all these kids. Yeah. Just, like... Yeah. Sucking. Oh, that's so uplifting. What a good uplifting story. Good uplifting moral story. What triumph. So, guys, now you can let us know what you think. Um, you can email us, go yes. to the blog, and, and like, message us. Or you can comment. Or comment. Yeah. And then also our Instagram is up, too. So let us know what you think and what your Slide feels are. Slide into our DMs. Who, who do you think did it? Who killed Sister Kathy? Why was everyone so shady? Yo, why was the time shady? In 1969. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> All what the men were shady. Then? Every man was shady. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, problems. <sighs> problems abound. So true. Problems abound. Okay. So, moving on. Who wants to go first? I feel like I went With first our real story. Last week. Did so you? I feel like it's you. I think I did. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll, I have no problem going first, so. Um, so, this week, since it's the good old 4th of July, we themed Tomorrow. our stories out. Tomorrow is the 4th of July. When you're listening to this, it will be the 6th of July, so sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, but. There's probably still fireworks. It'll be fine. There will be fireworks for a while. There will be fireworks up. Plus, it'll be on sale. Does this happen in any other place where the fireworks go until August? Is that a thing, or is that just a Wisconsin thing? do they start in June? Did they start in June and go to August? I don't know. Do you guys in have other states? Buy one, get one on fireworks? Because Can you buy illegal here, fireworks next to the police station? Yes. Do you have tents in the grocery that store parking lot of fireworks? Me. How does that work? I don't know how because the legality you know, works. I thought, aren't they like all fire, most fireworks... I'm from the country, so everything was legal there. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can shoot whatever you want off out there. Pretty much. Our neighbors had, like, their wedding reception. They did, like, the big fireworks. fireworks yeah. yeah, like, huge. Like, just I still outside. think you have to get a permit. Across the street. I don't know if they did. Maybe, Maybe you should have to, like, holler at the sheriff. They just gotta be like, yo, there's two cops <laughs> there. If you guys just not drive on this road, that'd be great. That's, I mean. That's kind of the vibe that I think <laughs> happened. Kind of um... So, some the reason we wanted to do the 4th of July theme, not because we're, like, super patriotic, but... I mean, I, I like America. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, for like, the, like the people America. listening to us. I mean, I'm probably, like, everywhere else, the too. The government, while they listen to this podcast. There. Yeah, the government's listening in. Um, no, it, but it is actually the most deadly holiday weekend. Yes. In, I think this is just in the United States. But it is the most deadly holiday weekend. It is actually the most deadly holiday weekend because of car accidents. So, y'all, do n- don't drink. And, there's no don't. reason to drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get an Uber. We live in the middle of nowhere. So, and we, and have we still Uber. have Uber. So, don't drink and drive. It's just, like, it's idiotic. Don't. It's an, and it's expensive if you get a DUI. So expensive. You probably just spend a night in jail. And expensive. you just, like, don't want to do that. Yeah, so don't do it. Also, speaking of fireworks, though, have you seen that, that video on Facebook? Where the guy is like lighting off fireworks and his friend like goes over and this guy just like sits there. Like he's just standing by as the fireworks are going off. And the guy recording the video is like losing his shit. And he's like, Willis, move! Move! Yeah. Willis. Like, well, yes, that one! Move! Get out the way! <laughs> and they're just blowing up around. Yeah, them. and the yeah. guy's just like the submerging and he's like, I'll scoot out now, but I'm gonna hang yes, out through the whole I have thing. Seen that. That's a good one. It's my favorite one. Um, okay. Fourth of July. Most deadly. Um, over the last few years, gun violence has increased, though, 30%. Well, I saw while I was looking up stuff, Chicago had, like, <laughs> the deadliest that was my weekend. Next yes! <laughs> okay, good. I'm not the only one that saw that thing, because I was like, that's really messed so, up. So many people died just in Chicago. 2017, in Chicago, there were 14 straight-up 
gun homicides. So these are just gun homicides. And over a hundred people were shot. Yes, like just in one weekend. In one weekend. And like it was like it was like sixty seven percent of those were drive bys. Yeah, Chicago's like really shady. So you know, the good old Midwest again. <sighs> um, Chicago's like its own. Chicago and Detroit are like their own places, though. Like, I speaking don't... of Detroit. Speaking of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, Nella. Thanks. Yes, you got my back. <laughs> so, my story today is taking place in good old Detroit. This is good, because mine's going to take place in Chicago. Oh my god! Oh my god why are like, we so cute? We're always on the same wavelength. Okay, so this is Detroit in the 1920s, though. Ooh. So, like, the best and the worst, right? It was probably better then, right? Because it was the big um, company yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Know what I'm about. So, um, Detroit, Michigan is on the Detroit River, which feeds into the Great Lake, Great, Great Lake, Lake Erie. Um, 1920, Detroit had become the fourth largest American city due to the automobile factories, like Della said. Um, they all set up shop in Detroit. We all know how that ended. And they all moved out. Not well. Didn't end well. Um, no city in America grew as quickly as Detroit did. The population was 993,678 in 1920. And um, right now it's less. <laughs> oh. Because nobody wants to live there. I know. You could buy a house there for like a dollar. Like, can. you don't want to, but no. you can. Yes. It's not worth your dollar. It's bad. If you have never, if you were living in a bubble, if you're living in a Californication bubble, just <sighs> Google Detroit. And don't go there. Yeah, just Google it. Find some some images. Just look at the images and then, like, never go there. Yeah. Like, people, like, cops advise people to not even, like, stop as yeah. they roll through. Because yeah. they're like, if there's a it's stop bad. sign, just blow it. Because, I mean, like, they're trying to reinvent it in, like, a food way. I know that. There's, like, a big food movement there. Which I appreciate. I appreciate that. Who else is brave enough to go there? Like only the chefs are like, dude, let's let's do let's this do story. it. I got my sashimi knife. Yeah, I right? will cut somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not great. Um, back then, the population was made mostly of new immigrants flocking to the Detroit because of all the jobs. 1920 was still the time of prohibition, and bootlegging gangs were a major problem. The most famous being the Purple Gang, who were known for their mob-style hits. And population was very segregated still. And $10 then is about $130 now. So just keep that in mind. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? We'd be so rich. All right. So this is the murderer of the Evangelist family or the Detroit Occult Murders. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. So this took place July 3rd, 1929. So, today. Today. <laughs> like, a hundred years ago. Like, less than a hundred years ago. Like, 90, 80, 70, man. Thanks. Is no. it 80? Nobody actually knows. Is it 70? <laughs> 19, that should be easy math. Minus 1929 is... That's, that's 80, I think. No, maybe it's 70. No, it's definitely not 70. It's 80. <laughs> I would put like a dollar down that it's 80. 89. 89, so it's 90? Well, yeah. Oh. We're 89 years ago. Damn it. I still can't add. 70, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, just cut that all out. Snip. <laughs> um, so, July 3rd, 1929, Vincent Ellis stopped by um, the Evangelist family home in the early hours of the morning to speak with Benny, the father, about a real estate deal. He found a horrific scene. So Benny was seated at his desk, which also served as an altar, headless. Oh, God. His hands folded neatly in prayer. His head was found on a chair looking at the bed in which his wife, Santina, 36, was lying dead with her skull crushed. Uh, His head was also surrounded by pictures of his son who had died as a child. So, remember back in the day when they would take pictures of the dead? Like, they they never propped them up. Yeah. Yeah, So, that's what they were. They were pictures of him in his coffin. Um, Oh, like in his coffin. Yeah. So, like, if anyone doesn't know that, back in the olden days, you had a child that died early on in life. 
you wouldn't have anything to remember them by because pictures were not a common, you didn't, you didn't have a camera. So a lot of times after the kids died, the parents would take pictures so they had something to remember, remember them by. A lot of people collect them. There's a lot of them out there. There's they, a lot of they them really out there. They really freak me like, out. Rest them, and you can just tell they have like. I mean, they're dead, so they have like dead eyes. They don't look right. And they, yeah, you like can tell is, like, when you see them near them. Yeah, or, like they're really creepy. It just you know it's something you I mean, don't I know. No, it. it looks off. It looks off. I I understand the sentiment, but like I don't know. Like, I, I get want to remember my dead kid. That no way. I, I get it because of the time frame, but also the people who collect them and stuff nowadays. I'm yeah, like, that's what's wrong with you. you don't don't bring it. that in your house. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. Um. Anyway, okay. So his other children were found in their beds, also with their skulls crushed. Uh, Angeline was eight, Matilda was five, Jay was three, and Morio was 18 months. Oh, I know. so little. I know. Uh, the crushing was done with the blunt side of the axe. Which I was like... So he axed the dad's head off, but everyone else just got their skulls crushed. Yeah. Do you say why? Well, so we... We'll oh, get sorry. There. We'll sorry. get there. I'm brushing you. <laughs> I do think it's interesting... So, dad was up at his desk. Everyone else was sleeping. Obviously yes. took dad out first. Yes. Still a lot to happen with not anyone to wake up. Well, I think so. But, I don't know. Um, so, Benny had come to the United States in 1904 from Italy seeking a better life um, and freedom to explore the visions from God he was experiencing. Remember, these okay. are occult murders. <laughs> um, he had originally moved to Pennsylvania where he had met Aurealis. That sounds great. Angelino. They're all Italian names, so please forgive me. That's I'm not Italian, Italian. As fuck, yeah. yeah. Um, who had encouraged him to explore his gifts and gotten him interested in the occult. Um, these friends mu- spent much of their time together building Benny's cult called the Union Federation of America. Until 1919, when Angelino snapped and attacked his family with an axe, killing two of his children. (gasps) What the fuck? Interesting, right? Uh, He was sentenced to a prison for the criminally insane, and Benny moved to Detroit. (laughs) So, he was just like, bye. Oh my god. Um, While in Detroit, Benny worked as a carpenter by day and cult leader by night, even publishing his own Bible called The Oldest History of the World, Discovered by Occult Science. I mean, you have to be, like, pretty motivated to do that. Yeah. And he said he got all of his information from the several different deities that sent him messages between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m. So office hours are midnight. <laughs> 3 a.m. Um, he focused on mixing traditional Catholic religion with his new occult sciences, mysticism, herbal medicine, herbal medicine, and black magic, which is interesting. Like, he would go to normal Catholic mass. Yes. Service, man. I don't know. You guys have the wrong Sorry. person. Um, and but also do all this stuff at night. Um, he would hold services in his basement. His basement also happened to be full of wax dolls and figurines. Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? That fu- that hung from the ceiling by wires. <gasps> no, they did not. Yes, depicting planets, celestial beings, and religious icons. Okay, Creepiest so basement ever. Pause because mine is also about a cult. Nuh uh. Like, kind of. Like, what the heck. It's, it's weird. That's funny. July, July. There's no things one. hanging from ceilings <laughs> by wires, though. That's really spooky. Um, he would charge $10 to heal the mentally and physically challenged and made many enemies because his remedies never worked. Hmm. So that's about $130 now. Which I'm like, not terribly steep. Well, and they don't have, like, Yelp reviews. That's true. So, if it didn't work, it wasn't like people were, like, logging on, like, I'm not going to go give him right. $10. Right, so he just kept having clients, I guess. But I can see... I can see the, where the frustration would come from. I can't see the frustration to the point of killing him. That's, yeah. Because, like, $130, like, yeah, I would be salty, but I've spent $130 on stupider things. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you were... Putting $10 down on a prayer. Right. I get it. Um, 
The night before, Benny had let the owner let the owners of an abandoned local home know that he wanted to purchase all of the wood from the house. So the night before the murders, he let them know and had arranged for it to be delivered at his home the next day for a very large sum of cash in the 1920s. It doesn't say how much, but... A large sum. I mean, I can't... You're charging $10 for prayers. I can't imagine. For some prayers. Right. It's probably a pretty large sum of cash. So... Um, the other real estate agent guy discovered their bodies really early in the morning. The police were there all day and all night, and neither a delivery man nor the seller of the items of the home ever showed up to Benny's house. Hmm. So he had arranged for all of this to happen, but then nobody ever came, and no money was found in the home. Weird. So, like, set all this stuff up. Yeah. The delivery men never came. The, the the guy who was selling the house never came. And the money who he would have paid, the guy, was not, not in the house. Yeah, like... So a little weird. That is weird. Um, police said they couldn't even find a delivery company who had been hired to do the job. Okay. So a little, little weird there. I wonder what their research entailed at the time, though. <laughs> I always wonder that. Yeah, like, when you say you research that there's no delivery company in your right. area, who did you, you know? I know. Yeah, I don't know. So, also, in true everything before 1970, um, the day of the event, newspaper writers and gawkers were allowed to wander through the house, compromising oh my God, that's all so of the evidence. That's so frustrating. Except a few bloody fingerprints on the door latch. Great. They're like, don't touch those, but you can touch, touch everything, everything else. else. Take Please. some things with you. If you just rub your whole hand. Sell them later. Yeah. Get in bed. Like, Get do, in bed. Do your thing. Roll up with the sheets a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's so... Um, the neighbors were also scared to talk to the police because all, almost all of them are recent immigrants, so they were scared oh. that they'd be deported, I guess. That's scary. Um, several notes were found in the house suggesting Benny had been threatened by a group called the Black Hand, which is the first theory on what happened to him, but police eventually found out that the notes were pretty old and the organization had moved more into, like, a mafia-style killing. So, like, mm, so they wouldn't be, like, chopping off heads. Yeah, and they, like, wouldn't care hands. about him. For, you know, like, $10 yeah. charges, they, like, didn't. That's not. Not their thing not no more. Not yeah. <laughs> um, so, the day of the crime, police arrested a man by the name of Angelo DiPoli with a blood-covered knife, but they couldn't connect him on paper to the family, even though the neighbors who would talk claimed that he was at the house all the time. Okay. Again, this is that weird 1920s police work where I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Yes. Um, where, they're, where, like, one thing gets said, and then they're like, no, I can't be right. And they're like, okay. Yeah, like, they just take everything at yeah. face value. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the day after the uh, murder, there was a citywide search for the weapon, but nothing was ever found, which is like, again, let's have the masses. <laughs> trample through the whole city. Not that we don't do that now, but there's a lot of people touching a lot of things in this story. It does sound like people just got their hands all up in it. Um, joint funerals were held July 9th, July 6th, and a reward for information was put out for $1,000, so $13,000. Is that right? That's math, right? Cut everything I with math out. I couldn't even get the $30. Cut everything with math out. Um... July 10th, a letter was signed. The mur- a letter signed the murderer was sent to the police station saying that a hatchet would be found in a house on the 5400th block of Lincoln, but it was never found. And the police did say that they searched the entire block. Signed the murderer. Yeah, right? Isn't that XO, clever? XO. XO, the murderer. So theories, the first one was the black hand mafia style thing, but again, not really their deal anymore. No, seems Way below their pay grade. Yeah, exactly. Number two was um, a man called Umberto Achino had visited. Sounds <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds right. Had visited Benny the night before paying um, because he came to make a payment on the home that Benny had sold him. Achino and his friend were 
brought in by the police on July 4th when a search of the neighborhood found an axe, a banana knife, which... It's a banana knife. I was wondering if it meant, like, a like a switchblade. Oh, okay. Like, it kind of... Kind of, maybe? I don't know. I should have Googled it. Didn't. Sorry. Eh, sorry. good enough. It's, um, a, it's a knife. It's a, it cuts things. <laughs> it cuts things. Um, and a pair of suspiciously clean work boots were found... Suspiciously <laughs> clean. ...behind the house they lived at. Both men said they were not involved... Um, but the newspapers kind of, like, ran with this story. Well, okay, like, they find an axe, and these people were killed with an axe, but think about it, everybody had an axe. Oh, apparently. 1929. Apparently. Because like, chainsaws weren't a thing. Like, right. I feel like everyone's got a chainsaw. I feel like so many of these stories, too, though, in, like, this time period are, like, axe murders. Yeah, because that's, like, what they had. Right. So, anyway, so the newspapers completely blamed them. Um, especially after finding out that Achino had killed his brother with a knife. Okay, well, after an argument, why is he running free? <laughs> argument years earlier. Um, they were released because the weapons came back clean of blood, which is, like, not hard. You just wash things. You just wash it right and off. And also you let everyone trample through the crime scene, so. Right. Anyway. I'm not super confident yet in that. Yeah. So, the third theory is that... Three years after the murder, a man by the name of Robert Hames confessed. This is the other thing that happens a lot in the 20s and 30s. Oh no shit, I was 40s. just saying that we... Why is everyone always confessing I or something? I don't know. Um, so Robert Hames said, was said to be called the rear axle murder after murdering a man by stabbing him with a wagon axle. Okay. That's horrible. That's really horrific. Um, he was also... Known to have his own cult in the area. What is up with Detroit and their cults? <laughs> I don't Are there know. museums there on this? Like, can we go get cult museums? I wonder if there is. There's definitely, like, a gangster one. We definitely need to go down to the Dells and do the, the, the Museum cult. of Horrific Torture Devices yes. or something. We they had a bunch of John Wayne Gacy stuff there. Yes, so. that's cool. Okay. Road to Red. I wonder if we could podcast down there. There's a guy who does YouTube we could videos. Vlog. Yeah, we could do a video blog. Okay, that'd be fun. All right. Um, so, Robert Hames recanted a few days later, and they just released him because they didn't have any evidence because they let everyone ruin it. Uh, <laughs> they ruined everything. <clears throat> so, the fourth theory is that Benny's friend, Angelino, okay. did it. This was corroborated by the fact that police found out that Benny's friend Angelino had escaped from the prison for the criminally insane, insane several years ago and fell off the grid. Well, I mean, the, the murder style does match. And they, this guy, like, was... How do you track him down, just, though? just disappeared. I know. I well, just don't the thing know. I could think of is, like, what if you reached out to Benny... I don't know. Back in the 30s, everybody did find stuff. each other. Yeah. Somehow. They found ways. Pigeons and letter writing. I don't really understand. It's like when I asked my dad how he, like, called people in the 60s, and he was like... You, you just, just called, and you waited for them to come home. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you just got out of the car. Like, if you got stranded on the side of the road, you just, like, walked with yep. a hitchhike, and it was, like, fine then. Mm-hmm. It's not fine it's now. Weird. It's very weird. It's like, I don't understand it. Yeah. Um. So, they're thinking he broke out... Probably took him a while to find Benny. Like years, assuming. yeah. But he was, like, practicing this occult stuff. So maybe it was advertising. You know, like, maybe oh, it was easier to find him that way. Maybe you were just like, there's a guy. His last name is Evangelist, but he's in a cult. Like, yeah, like maybe he, it wasn't that hard. Right. And so he finally, like, finds him. And Angelino was like, well we're best friends, you're going to help me, right? And Benny yes. was like, I have six kids. Like, I can't help I have help so you. many kids. I can't help you. So he was like, well, I'll kill, I'll kill his kids. And so he was like, so he lost his ones. marbles. And Yeah. I mean, if he was going to do it to his own kids, I'm sure he would have no problem doing it to Benny's. Doing other people's kids. True that. I mean, that was my first thought when you said that he had axed his kids. But then I was like, but it's still the axe situation. I don't um, So the crime remains unsolved. And even though the house at... 3587 St. Oh. Aubin Street in Detroit, so we could go there. Was, I don't want to get was, murdered, though. <laughs> it was demolished several years ago. Many claim that the site is still haunted. Um, people claim to hear disembodied screams, and occasionally neighbors claim that a headless man walks around the lot. 
don't know about that. I don't know about that. It sounds like there's some some drugs up in there. I feel like if you don't have a house anymore, it's hard for it to be haunted. Yeah, right? because no ghost is trying to hang out in the yard. I agree. Yeah, so that is the murders of the Evangelist family. Um, a little 1929. I love it. 4th of July story for you with a little bit of the occult. I love the festivity cult vibe. I'm sad for those kids. Me too. I, Why do people have to kill kids? I don't yeah, they didn't do anything. That one was like, what, 18 months? He didn't do anything yeah. to you. He didn't do anything. It's kind of horrific. It's, I mean, it's super horrific. I still, like, ponder how people can sneak into someone's house and just, like, which I know, I mean, nobody say this in a roundtable discussion at a town meeting because just like the Golden State Killer heard and then followed that guy home and killed him. Yeah. But I don't understand, and I know it's because I've never been in that situation. I just don't understand. Maybe it's just because I'm, like, the super lightest sleeper ever, either. That's true. I can't understand how you could kill someone in the room next door, and I would not notice. See, I, well, it depends. Like, if I am zonked out, I hear nothing. If I'm drunk, yeah. <laughs> true. What if you're really drunk that <laughs> what if I, I mean, that's true. See, I feel like. I'm, and again, I've never had it happen, so I'm not yeah. speaking from experience, and I totally believe everyone who says that it happened. I have no qualms about it. I just have, I don't know, I don't know how I see myself. Not waking up to it. Yes. I guess I should speak on myself terms. Yes. Well, like, I, I think I mentioned this the last time. We had some guy come into our... He didn't, like, break, yeah. but he came into our house, and Matt was sleeping upstairs, and he Ooh. didn't hear anything. Oh, I got the chills. And this guy was, like, talking to me. Like, we were having a legit conversation, and it wasn't like it was like we were whispering. And it's not like the house was big. It was, like, an old-ass house. Ew, I And he was that. just, like, asleep on the couch, and he's like, I didn't hear anything. Somebody came in last night? And I'm like, Ugh. Yes. You're supposed to be my protector. Did you not hear me panicking? Like, <laughs> didn't you tell in my the sound of my voice I that was I was panicking? like, get the fuck out of my house? So I guess you know, like maybe you wouldn't. See, also Chad's a really heavy sleeper too. So Chad's not. You're gonna have so, to do it. No. So yeah, no. you're gonna have to get your axe out of the closet. Not to go get my 1920 axe. style. So far, we've eliminated axes and pantyhose. Like things you just never need. <laughs> things that will never come back in style. Things you will never need because Unless they were only you're a used for heinous things. Ever. Yeah, pantyhose, nothing good ever comes from them. Nothing good ever comes from pantyhose. All right. Okay, let's go back to Chicago. All right. Drop her down. Well, I'm going to talk about some Chicago's, like a Chicago suburb, which is okay. like Chicago. Uh, I, I know my Chicago pretty good. Matt's family lived in a Chicago suburb for a while. Yeah, so triangulate your, keep triangulating your, triangulating your location. <laughs> I always have to go there. <laughs> Um, this one is Wilmot, Illinois. So it's one of the medium-sized ones. It's got about 27,000 people. I don't know that one. I didn't know it either, and I thought that was weird. That is weird. Because it's only 14 miles north of Chicago's downtown district. So you think we would know it because it's north. Yeah. Like, it's closer to us. But I had never heard of it. It was ranked as the seventh best place to raise children in 2007. Oh, the top. Oh, I almost triangulated myself again. (laughs) Never mind. The top place? (laughs) Let me tell you about it. I'm not going to. (laughs) Um, And then in 2015, it was ranked the best place to live in Illinois. Apparently, they get these stats from unemployment, income, housing, vacancy, higher education, crime. Anyways. So, it also holds two of 17 elementary schools that are in Illinois, which I think is a fake statistic. Wikipedia, I did not fact check that, but doesn't that sound made up? Why do you need two? Probably because it's so big. It's that big that you need two? Eau Claire has, like, four. Oh, good call. We have so many, and we're... We have too many. We're bigger than that, but we don't don't need that many. Like, just shove them all in one classroom, they're fine. But... Do you think there's really only 17 elementary schools in Illinois? Oh, in Illinois? That's what Illinois? it said, in Illinois. Yeah, that doesn't seem correct. No, that's I not know. possible. That's a, that's it a must Wikipedia be in statistic. Yes, like somebody like not Chicago. finish that sentence. Because I reread it like 14 times and I was like, that can't be right. Well, yeah, but Wikipedia is also made up legitimately. Bless his heart, though. I mean, I love it so much and I use it as fact. I use but, it for everything. But I cite that stuff in pretty, college papers. I mean... Like, there are smart people that probably, because have, have you ever gone to a Wikipedia page and looked at it, and then, like, three days later gone back, and you're like, this isn't, this is different. Yeah, no. Because someone's changed it. I believe it. that, though. I think there are people out there who are literally, like, on Wikipedia every day, like, editing yeah. shit. No, there is. They're that's crazy. The, that's the how Wikipedia is It's built. like a hobby. If there's not a page for it, 
Someone has to build it. it. Yeah. I know. And people, like, are into it. Like, you're not going to catch me editing any Wikipedia page because no, I just don't, I don't care. Think I'm knowledgeable enough in anything. No, I don't feel comfortable talking about anything. No. At all. I mean, as we sit here talking about stuff. Page? We can make one for ourselves. Bingo. Stella. Bingo. <laughs> um, so, we're going to talk about Benjamin Nathaniel Smith, who okay. was born and raised in Wilmette. Um, it sounds like he was always kind of weird. Uh, so during his high school years, he pled guilty to two counts of misdemeanor battery. So instead weird. of finishing his senior year in Wilmot, where he had spent the rest of his time, he went up to Kenosha oh. for some random reason. Oh, hey there. Welcome to Wisconsin. Um, he did not pose for a senior class photo and wrote the phrase, Sick Semper Tyrannus which was shouted by John Wilkes Booth after he assassinated President Lincoln. They're too young to care about that. Isn't that weird? Because it's not, this was like 99. He's not fun weird. This you was, didn't You didn't yeah. tell me that he wasn't fun weird. He's no, weird, he bad weird. weird. Yeah, he's not good <laughs> he's weird. I know, weird. some people are like fun weird. No, and this was like 1999. Ooh. So, I don't It's not know. a good time to be bad weird. No, it was not a good time to be bad weird. It was like kind of. It was really not a good time. It was not a good weird. time. Um, so he did end up, you know, attending college and, like, lived a semi-normal life. He started at the okay. University of Illinois, uh, but dropped out after he had several issues and conflicts with campus authorities. He then, I know, bad typical. when you're getting in trouble with the campus cops. But, get this, he transferred to Indiana University, where he went on to study criminal justice. Of course he did. Of course he did. It's like all psychology <laughs> people are crazy. I yes. can say that because I have a degree in psychology. True that. <laughs> It was reported that he was often seen handing out flyers that were promoting against race and religion, which makes it no surprise that he was a follower of a white supremacist oh, organization, a.k.a. cult, I known as the Creativity Movement. I hate That's that. not creative. You're just being dumb and ignorant. I hate that. That's literally not creative at all. No, it's like the anti-creative. Like, you I think that the world should be one, and that's so uncreative. It's literally... And it's, how archaic is that? Like, it's oh, the 90s. Like, say. move on. And also for you, not that I'm a zillion years old and have all of the knowledge of the elders or anything, but like... <laughs> you are the elder elf. You don't get to make that decision in college. No. That you like, believe in the KKK. Yeah, like you only think that white people are it's fine. it's just not a time to make bold decisions it's like that. Up. And don't like brag about it. Like don't tell, don't hand out flyers no. on your college campus that you only like white people that are good. Like, just a Christian religion because people are going to be offended by that. Well, yeah, and it's just it's just like it's it's fine. To, it's not fine to well whatever. It's fine to explore whatever. ideas. As I long guess. as they're not harmful and hurtful. Right. And college, that's what college is for. But don't stick to one when you're in college because everything changes well, when you don't leave college. Join a white supremacist organization. Don't do that. It's just, not I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel pretty firmly about that one. Go on a limb, just I'm, don't join it. Just <laughs> don't stay do away it. from it. Um, so the group's leader, his name was Matthew Hale. Smith was deeply devoted to him, like, obsessed yes. with him. That's never a good sign. No. And Hale was denied a license to practice law in Illinois, and so Smith got, like, really mad about this, and he was going to seek out his own revenge. So basically what happened... What? Yeah, like, he was, like, mad, because I guess Matthew You can't Hale, be a lawyer if you're a racist. You can't. Like, that's literally, like, rule number one. You can't be prejudiced and be a lawyer. <laughs> it's just, like, it doesn't match. Okay. So Smith loaded up his Ford Taurus with guns and ammo and started what would be a three-day Tuesday shooting spree. Also, why did we never hear about this? Like, it was 1999. It's not like... Doesn't it seem like it would have been bigger news in our lives? I mean, I was 10. I mean, I was four, but... (laughs) That's why we didn't hear about it. I mean, I remember, like... I don't know. I remember certain... Like, I remember 9-11, like, that was big news. I mean, this that was yeah, bigger than this, obviously. Yeah, that's a national tragedy. But this is, like, close. Okay. Don't, don't you think? I just oh, like, close weird. in proximity? Close in proximity. I was like, this no. is gonna go that Oh, direction. my God, no. Not even on the same, like, level by any means. But it was, like, close in the sense that yeah, it, but like, happened right next door. What we're, what we're finding out right now in the process of doing this research is that nobody knows. Nobody knows any of this it's stuff. It's so true. It all gets buried. I know, and there's not a lot of information out on, like, certain things. Like, yeah. it's got a Wikipedia page, but there's not, like, news articles. Like, nothing was created at that time. Interesting. 
Um, so his spree began in another suburb of Chicago. Uh, he shot and wounded nine Orthodox Jews in a drive-by shooting. He then went to Northwestern University where he shot and killed basketball coach Ricky Birdsong. He was African American. He was walking outside his home with Ugh. two of his three children, Ugh. and he I shot him. I hate drive-by. Like how scary! They're so scary. Like it's one thing. I mean, there are lots of scary things, but that it's one like the freaks scariest. me out. And I remember this one story, and I can never. I mean, I've never looked it up, but I've never stumbled across it either. When I was younger, I remember going to piano lessons and listening on the radio about this guy. And I think, I don't remember, maybe, I, I know it's not made up, but I also can't remember enough of the details to, like, look yeah. it up. This guy who was just, like, driving around town shooting people out of his car. Yes. And, and I don't like, think it was this. No. Because that was, wasn't the right time frame. But but there was I a story remember, like that. Yeah. yeah. Like a couple years ago, there was a yes. story like this. And then he and did a Facebook Live video. Yeah. He, like, Facebook Lived himself shooting people out of his window. Like, he shot an old man, like, killed him. It was, like, oh, really tragic. Yeah. I, like, couldn't handle it. I yeah, I don't it. like the drive-by shootings. I don't either because, because it's unsuspecting. And it's like you didn't do anything wrong. Not that people do things wrong and get murdered. But Especially that this guy was just... You weren't practicing unsafe behaviors. No, he was just walking with his kids. Mm-hmm. And he was not white. Mm-hmm. And he was targeted for that Stupid. in the 90s. Like, come on. Stupid. Um, so he fled that scene. Ended up in Decatur where he shot and wounded an African-American minister, but he didn't kill him. Um, his name was not listed, otherwise I would have brought that up. Uh, his final act happened in Bloomington, Indiana, where he killed Woon Joon Yoon, who was a Korean graduate, stu- graduate student at Indiana University. He was on his way to the Korean United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. So he's, you think like he's just sitting in his car waiting for people that are different than him? Literally, that's all he was doing. Like, he was like, where can I find, like, oh, these people are what Jews. What does that I'm going to shoot them. These what people are black. I'm going to shoot them. How does this fix that you're a leader and get to be a lawyer? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's so bizarre. It's super bizarre. So, during um, his spree, Smith also shot at but missed nine other people, so that ended his total with nine wounded, two dead. Um, on July 4th, a high-speed chase had broke out in Illinois, and with cops trailing, Smith proceeded to shoot himself in the head twice. His car crashed into a metal pole, and he then shot himself again in the heart. Oh, my God. I know. Like, he, like, lived through both the shootings to his head. So then he shot himself in the heart, and that's what killed him. That's insane. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Um, there is a book out there that was written about the study of spree killers. Um, it features a chapter about Smith. It's called Lone Wolf. Uh, he also did an interview for his, like, school, like, two weeks prior to oh. going on the shooting spree. I didn't watch it. I don't, I don't think I want to watch that. it. It's apparently, like, super disturbing. And he discusses how he believes that he has to resort to acts of violence and, like, just discusses his group that he's a part of that is known as the creativity movement and just freaky stuff like that. I've never that. heard of the creativity movement. I hadn't either. I looked it up. Um, it's basically just referred to as creativity. Is it around now? I think it is. It's Well, it used to be called uh, World Church of the Creator, if that sounds familiar at all. Let me try to find it quick. Let me go creativity I think I'm a racist. Well, whatever. The government's already listening. Creativity, and then in parentheses it says religion. Uh, Classified as a neo-Nazi hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. It was founded in White House Point, Florida in 1973. Nothing good happens in Florida. Nothing good happens in Florida. Yeah, it looks like it's still, like, gross. A thing. I hate that. Which is, like, really fucked up. It is. Yeah. Um, oh, Hill got arrested in 2003. But then it split off, and that's why it's now the Creativity oh, Moment and the sure. Creativity Alliance Church of Creativity. Because they got the a two different groups leader. don't interact with one another. So it's like they got two different leaders to replace the one, and they split off. Yeah. So that is... That's so weird. Why did he get arrested? <clears throat> I don't know. Well, that's horrible. Horrific. Also, guys, it's really hard to find for the July crimes, because there are so many. There's so many that are, like, all really depressing. Like, one They're that, all drive-bys. They're all drive-bys. They're all really sad. There was one that was, like, these two girls, like, got into, like, a spat, and, like, the one stabbed another one, and she died. And I just, like, was like, I, I can't do that. Like, it's too sad. Yeah, I don't like the drive-by ones. This of, like, one was sad, too, but it was, like... The recent drive... Really recent drive-by ones, like, they're... 
So I was thinking about doing some of those ones in Chicago last weekend or last year, and I was like, oh, man, I can't. I can't. No, I just can't. Too fresh. It's too relevant. Mm-hmm. It's too now. It's too much of an issue today. Easy. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, per usual, I'm always amazed that all this stuff happens and we never hear about it. I know. I was, like, shocked. And I find that, too, when listening to things. Like, I was listening to Criminal, mm-hmm. and there was one about Hastings, Minnesota, which I am always up in Hastings, Minnesota. There's yeah. a nice gas station there called M&H. They have great cheese curds. Ooh. But there was an attempted, like, school shooting there, like, in oh. 2006 or something. See, weird. And I was, like, I was literally in the sixth grade. Like, why would that have not come to light? Because we were literally, like... Was there a little... Maybe. I was, like, 30 minutes away, though. You think, like, my school would have tried to, like, practice something. Did they lock down at that point? No, like, nothing happened. I don't remember. Like, I don't recall it at all, and I asked my mom about it, because I was like, well, she would remember news more than I would probably during that time frame, mm-hmm. and she was like, I've never heard of that. Hmm. That's like, crazy. Why don't we hear about why such don't, basic or, news? Or the other issue is that we are so overstimulated by constant yeah. shit. That literally, you, you start to like, yeah. You just don't pay attention to any of it anymore. No, because it's so horrifying, horrible. Yep, always. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, interesting stories this week. What are you What are you binging on right now? What are you binging? Fucking nothing. So nothing. I don't have any time. I'm reading this book. Um, what's it called? The Mars Room. Mm-hmm. So I started free plug for Book of the Month Club. So I started that, um, and so I got a free book credit. Like, you get a free book credit when you sign up. So I got two books. I got The Mars Room, and then I got, I don't know what the other one's called because I haven't started it yet, but this one's, like, about, it's about a murder that had happened, basically, and it's talking about her life in prison. Mm. So I've been, in my free time, I've been reading that. Good. And then to lighten up my life, I mean, I watched The to Office. The but office. You always got to have that's, you that's have a good to, point. Maybe if you should share a light one. Yeah, like if you're reading something dark, like you have that. to watch something that's not dark. So this weekend I binged Cold Justice, which is something oh. that's on Netflix. Something I've watched before, but I think they put out a new season recently. It sounds familiar. Or I just didn't notice that they put another season out. But I watched the whole typical. season. Typical. <clears throat> <Damn. And, laughs> typical. Get it no, done. actually I didn't. No, that's not true because it's way long. It's like 16. That's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. What it is is it's this um, retired district attorney and um, a retired CSI. Yeah. Yolanda. Yolanda is a CSI. Okay. I can't remember the other woman's name. I don't know. But they go, They um, these small towns, not even small towns, these towns invite them to come back and try to help them solve cold cases. Oh, it's I so love that. good. Yeah. And it's two badass women who are yes. like bossing all these detectives, like male detectives Hell around. Yes. And the male detectives have reached out to them for help, which love that too. I love that. And it's to solve these cold cases. Some of them are really hard to watch because they have to tell they they always talk with the families or a close person to the case. And I think they the say, families are hard to watch. Yeah. And they say, like, we're going to look into it. And then at one, at the end of one, oh, my God. At the end of one of them, because they, like, go back through the DNA because it was never tested before. And now they have the resources to test it. So they go yes. back through and they test the DNA. And it comes back, all of it. They had a ton of it. All of it's contaminated. So there's not – they can't use it and it actually, like, hurts their case because they can't pinpoint one person because it's all contaminated. Yeah. And so they have to go and tell the family. Like, your evidence is and all. The, and the the main lady, the uh, district attorney lady, goes with the detective, and they're sitting outside the house first, and she's like, well, what are you going to say to them? And the whole time he's been like, I'm just going to keep fighting. I'm going to revisit the evidence. I'm going to, maybe I missed something, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, well, what are you going to tell them? And he's like, I mean, we're just going to tell them that right now the evidence didn't work for us. And she's like, no, like this is done. And you have to tell them that this is done because the evidence is garbage. 
and you have oh, to tell them. Oh my god, that's so tragic. And you have to stop for yourself too. Yeah, because, because you're true. going to go insane doing this. And so they go inside and they like tell the family, "Oh my god!" And like, what? The, I can't handle it. The sister busts out crying, and the detective is crying. No, and I can't the women it. are crying. But it's so that's the that's that's a bad one. I mean, it's a great one, but it's a bad one. Yes. But the one before it, they solve it. Like, solve it. Like, oh. get DNA evidence. Oh. Solve it. See, that sounds refreshing, then. Like, if they're It goes back and forth. Things. It's not all... That's the only one I've seen that was, like, really... Really sad. Really hard to watch at the end. Yes. Um, a lot of times the detectives, like, cry out of joy. It's just very... It's very moving. It sounds good. The stories are really interesting. Yes. They have... DNA that hasn't been tested. It's just very, if you need something, like, refresh, like, a little different than what you're used to. It sounds different than, like, the keepers making a murder or stuff like that. The other thing that I was going to say that I am not binging, but Jenna texted me yesterday and she started binging it. Mm. I've already binged it. Is The Hunt with John Walsh. Yes. That is. I love him so much. I love him. That is such a good show. It is good. He really is just, like, honest and intelligent. I love his voice. I love his voice. I love the way that he tells stories. Yes. I love the That's way that really he good rushes things on. You know what I mean? He's honest, but he's sensitive to everything. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's magical, and that's a great... He is. He's magical. He's, yes. like, just a good... And for, like, good storyteller. Yeah. He's just, like, he's good. Yeah, so if you haven't watched that... That's a good one. That's a good one to watch. I think we decided that next episode we're going to watch uh, Who Took Johnny? Yes. So that... We think is on Netflix and YouTube. It's for sure on Netflix. It looks like you can watch it on YouTube. I had it pulled up here. So, yeah. So, if you type in... Oh, my God. I spelled it wrong because I'm trash. I put who tooks Johnny. <laughs> I always put instead of a space, I put a period. Oh, my God. We're the worst I don't people. know why. I think, you're, I think iPhones sometimes actually do... Oh, my MacBook used to do that. Oh. It would automatically put periods if I hit double space. I had to, like, turn it off. No, I don't think my iPhone does it. I just literally think I'm not reaching far enough. Because it's right oh, next yeah. to the space. It's so hard. Dude. Phones are so big nowadays. So, yeah. So, there is two options on here for Who Took Johnny. It looks like the first one is for free. And then the second one that looks way more official. That's probably the second one. pay for it. But this one has 6.5K views. And it's been on it for 10 months. So, I mean, just some steal, people are watching it. steal your mom's Netflix login, guys. Steal your mom's Netflix. Steal your friend's Netflix. Everyone's got a Netflix. Everyone's got a Netflix. But, yeah. You can, or, like, you can have your friends it. over and watch it. <gasps> Yeah, have a little movie party with mm-hmm. Johnny. It's it's really good, and it's kind of um. I'm gonna revisit it because again, I watched it many moons a moon ago. ago. But I'm gonna revisit it so we can we can talk about it next episode. I should too. I've watched it a couple times, but I'm always down to watch that again. Just so I think it's so well done. Every once in a while, I just like pull something new out too. Yes. No. Totally. Like, and then sometimes like it lists like new things to where it's like you would like, and I'm like, That's I true. didn't know that was on here. That's true. Thank you for finding pulling I, that up. I think. I don't appreciate how... I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate how specific Netflix gets. Yes. Like, I feel almost like I've been cornered into a true crime, British crime castles. I don't... Corner. I don't like the British crime shows that are on Netflix, so are you... uh, They're so hokey. I don't. No, you gotta watch the old ones. Are you watching the new ones? I don't watch the new ones. I don't know what I've tried to watch. I've tried to watch, like, I'm like... What? Okay, this Women is Who the Kill. One. Like, there's this one called Women Who one. Kill. And I really wanted to like it, but I just, like, couldn't get into it. Let me let me bust this out. Okay. Bust it. So, my all-time favorite. Do I have paper? British murder is called Midsummer Murders. Ooh, I don't want this to play. Midsummer Murders. It's from 1997. Oh, my God. That's vintage. It is... I'm going to set this down. It's going to make a noise. I just know it. Okay. It is beautiful and hokey and tasteful. And there's usually more than one murder, which I appreciate because it kind of makes it go a little bit faster. Okay. There's another one called Father Brown. This one's from 2013. I'm pretty sure my grandma used to watch this one. <laughs> grandma! I think she made us, like, stop Christmas one time. To, to watch, watch it? Grandma is the real MVP, dude. <laughs> um, And... For anyone who knows my grandma, which is, like, nobody. Nobody knows your grandma, but I appreciate that it. That 
Chad right now would be like, no way. I don't believe that. I don't She's trust like the you. most like, <laughs> non-emotional person in the world. She just loves a good father, bro. Um, so that one's about a priest. Oh, a father, yeah. yes, a a father. pastor. I don't know. I'm sorry. Really? Don't hate me. Um, it's a priest, I think. I don't know. Or we're just going to stop talking. I don't know. We're not, we're just we're not redeeming ourselves. Um, who, like, is just, like, the nosy father in town, and, like, when crimes happen, he just, like, happens to usually be around, and the police are like, no, no, Father Brown, we got this. And he's like, no, but but what about that? Oh, Father and Brown. And I love it so much. I love that. So sounds dumb. adorable. So the other thing, and then I like to watch all the shows about all the castles. Because they're really calming. They bring me, like, That's how I feel about uh, Great British Bake Off. Yes. I watch, like, I will just sit here and, like, watch that and just, it's like. It's my, like, come down. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry, like, getting yes. it? Like, why is there so much sexual tension between them? Like, yes. Mm-hmm. I just, like, love to watch it. So, those are some good, so, so some horrific stuff, but also some, like, some stuff to bring you back up. Stuff. Yeah. Or bring you down, depending on how you like it. <laughs> um, What you're into. So. Um, next, no, notes drop Sunday the 8th with pictures and references, if I can find my references again, and, <laughs> sometimes we do this at work, um, and those are at morethandahmer.wordpress.com, next episode drops July 20th, watch who took Johnny, so we don't spoil it for you, and so you can participate if you want to. Um, again, you can email us at morethandahmer at gmail.com. Go find our new Insta, More Than Dahmer, um, where we post reminders about what to binge, what shows we are binging, and how ridiculous we are at this podcasting thing, and anything else we might find hilarious or creepy. Yes. So, absolutely. So that's it. Oh, you know the other thing we didn't talk about? What? On... Friday, when this drops, Friday, we get, um, there's a bonus episode. Yes, this is important. This is actually important, and we forgot it. And I only worked on it for three days, so it's fine. It's Good fine. thing I forgot. Um, we will have our episode about our feels on Mr. Dahmer. So, you came here because you wanted more than Dahmer, and we fully respect that, <laughs> This is why this is the bonus episode, but we do think it's important for you to know our feels on Mr. Dahmer. And he doesn't really get into Mr., does he? he doesn't really I don't him. know if he's ever been called Mr. I Dahmer. Take that, I take that back. Jeffrey. That's his father. Jeffrey. Um, so, yeah, so there will be a quick synopsis, but mostly our thoughts and feelings. Um, if you're not sure who he is, go to the blog. There is the biggest i mean it's his life story that della wrote which is it's beautifully it's well done. it's like it is not how can we cut down what can't be cut down so it's, it's still not cut it's down. very long but it is everything you could ever need to need know like there's more to it if you yes. care so we'll talk about it yeah so if you are like i'm not sure i'm ready for a synopsis and feelings yet i need to know more go to the blog read that And then listen to the episode that'll post right after this one. Yeah. Well, same day. Same day. I don't know what order they'll post in, I guess. We're trying to get a sound guy. He's coming tomorrow. (laughs) Prayers for us. Prayers. Prayers. Bless. Um, So, yeah. We'll see you back here on July 20th. Bye. Bye.